0: Welcome to Heart Talk. I'm your host, writer, educator, and creator, Tracy Michelle. I should have been afraid. I was leaving the only home I'd known. Kentucky, whether it was Lexington for college or Louisville, my hometown, was familiar. The grass smelled a certain way. The air felt particular. But there I was packing everything I owned, an air mattress, tiny couch, coffee table, and clothes into a budget rental van and driving myself with $300 to Chicago. All I knew is I needed to go. I needed to experience something. Was I chasing the chance at love? Yeah, I have to own that now. Was I wanting something else without knowing what that something else was? Definitely. Did I revel in the idea that people would say, ooh, she moved to Chicago and believe me to be greater and more brave than I was? probably. But I don't know if I was scared in the way that some thought I should be. The south side of Chicago wasn't dangerous to me. It wasn't something to be feared. The culture was rich, and I saw myself reflected there, at least when I chose to look. Mostly, I spent my days longing for a love that would never be mine, longing to be seen in a way that would fill this chasm that I had in my soul. But the drive and determination that caused me to make that trip out of Kentucky, no matter what was behind it, was, I think, in hindsight, a kind of courage, a kind of bravery. The kind of courage it takes to try to manufacture love and acceptance is still courage nonetheless. I've spent so much time looking back at my decisions with disdain because I'm now unpacking my reasoning for things and realizing that I was driven by insecurity and a need for validation. But the truth is the bravery it takes to try to shape a life for yourself is real. And I actually should be happy that I had it in me to do that. Yes, the reasons and motivations matter. Yes, the reasons and motivations can also change. They can be healed. But that persistence and courage it takes to to do things afraid, to take big risks and leaps is something that God gave me even as a, a child, maybe even to give me the experiences I needed to shape my character. I'm grateful for that. Yes, it takes courage to persist, to take what you know, however little or much, and to make a life for yourself. It takes courage to look at a terrible report and to choose joy and wellness anyway. That's why I'm so happy to share with you all my conversation with Dawn Fitch. She is one of those courageous people who looked at a bad report squarely in the eyes and chose to make a life and a company that would show people that they can be well, they can enact self-care in ways that they may not have ever thought before. Dawn is an author, a speaker, and the founder and CEO of Puka Pure and Simple, a handmade bath and body company. After battling illness and feeling the need to adopt a healthier lifestyle, she began making and selling her own products. The company, Puka, has grown from Dawn just making products on her stove in her apartment to a showroom in New Jersey. The products are currently sold in Whole Foods markets and through distributors. And Dawn has been a speaker and panelist for so many events, including the Black Enterprise Entrepreneurs Conference, the Girl Scouts of America Gold Awards, uh, National Black MBA Association's National Conference. Um, She's been on the Today Show, CBS Evening News, Our World with Black Enterprise. And this year she was featured in Essence Magazine as one of their top 20 black beauty brands. Dawn Fitch is a health advocate and she uses her platform to support women and especially women suffering from autoimmune diseases to explore natural healing and lifestyle. She started a Facebook community, which I'm a part of, uh, called The Best Life Tribe, where women can share and learn about alternative health and healing. She started that group in 2017 with 20 women and it's now grown to over 2,000 Dawn is is just an amazing person she's amazing to talk to she keeps you laughing she just exudes the kind of joy um and resilience that you want to be around you want that energy around you so I know you guys will enjoy uh this conversation so let's dig in Tracy. Woo-hoo! Thank you so much for coming to Heart Talk and taking a minute to talk to me. I appreciate you
1: so much. You know, much. I always love talking to you. <laughs> we always have good conversation,
0: Right. And offline, we didn't already talk for like 15 minutes. Like just, <laughs> then, you know, you make me laugh every single time. And I so appreciate that, especially nowadays. Yeah, um, yeah. So the first question that we always ask our guests uh, every every guest gets the same question and that is how's your heart today
1: my heart is hmm, my heart is contemplating today a okay. lot of thought a lot of okay. thought today yeah. so it, I feel like very deep in the spirit and just sort of just contemplating and Thinking and looking around and just trying to take all of this in. So, my heart is like, I don't even know if contemplative is a word, but that's just the way I, I think. <laughs> I can't be texting like that to an author and a writer. Like,
0: oh. No, it's all good. No, Ooh. so what are you thinking about? I mean, like, we are in um the strangers of times right now. Yeah. I think unprecedented, at least in our lifetime have we been in a situation where um we've seen basically you know a health crisis like this and so i'm i'm just curious as to what we were talking earlier and one of the things that um we were saying is like that the earth is kind of having this massive reset Right. Um, but it's just that it's infor- unfortunate that there's a loss of life that comes along with that, right. you know. Right. And you had mentioned that, you know, service is really going to be the key to getting through this. Yeah. Um, so I'd love for you to kind of elaborate on that a little bit and just share with you what your what your
1: thoughts, what you're contemplating during this time. Right. Right. Oh, I mean, just just like you, some, sometimes during the day, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. So, and I'm quarantined by myself. So I right. have a lot of time in here. Um, so I get up and I try to stay positive, do my little routine. And, you know, I'll dive into some work after I make my calls and things like that. But, you know, I'll, have, I'll, I'll cough, I'll have a sneeze, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, wait a minute. Right. And then it <laughs> me into, oh, my goodness, where, where are we? Like, we have never, you know, we've read about war in the history books. We've read about mm-hmm. sickness and plague. It's something that almost, we almost didn't think was real because it just right. hasn't really us like that, mm-hmm. so when I when things like that, it'll be a small sign that reminds me of, Wait a minute, this isn't a normal, ordinary day. And then I just start to think of, you know, where we are, you know, what people are dealing with. You know, just going out to the supermarket and seeing a supermarket full, a sea of masks, mm-hmm. I just look around, like, Oh my goodness, this is where yeah. we, everybody has a mask on. You can't see if people are smiling, you can't see there, there's sort of no talking, it's just a you know, a weird place to be, and I, I catch myself a lot during the day, sort of just thinking, like, "Wow, where are we?" And you know, what does this mean? And, mm-hmm. and we talked about the reset for the earth. I mean, it is the the loss of life is just is tragic, and it's right. touching everybody. But then I, we talked about hearing the birds outside. Yeah, the birds have been killing it lately, they <laughs> living their whole best lives. Yeah. <laughs> they are out there with Beethoven, I was like,
0: Whoa, <laughs> Right.
1: Right. Like I said, I've been seeing groups of squirrels. I've never seen squirrels in a group like that. Like they're talking. I think that <laughs> nature has given us, like we, we, we're giving nature a break. Yeah. You know, so there's something to be said for, for that part, you know, and I, I do believe in global warming and all that. So I would be interested to see what kind of reset the globally that we have from all of us being inside and no emissions and, no, you know, the factories aren't working, and we're not driving, and just to see, you know, yeah, what yeah. that's like. Um, and I, the other thing we talked about, too, is as, as an entrepreneur, you know, I struggle with every day, like, getting up and doing regular work, and then you start to feel like, what are you doing? People right. out here dying. Like, you just going to go do work. But you have to do your regular. Right. And you, know, you
0: have to sustain yourself as an entrepreneur, right? Exactly. Like, you know, exactly. this is how you make a living. Right? Make a living. You know, and so I I think about that often. It's like, I want to write about this, right? Right. But every publication that I pitch wants me to write something about COVID-19. And I'm like, what about the other stuff? But then, you know, so it's just like, it's catch 22 of like, you know, should I make puka right now? right? Right, right, uh, right. Is that out of necessity? Is that an essential? Right, for some people right. it is, you know, because it's yeah. self-care and, you know, I need my puka to get through the day, you know, or whatever. So everybody feels that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but we talked about, I really have a, a strong, strong feeling that in every business has a service aspect or can have a service aspect, especially if you have customers, you have clients. And I feel like those who are serving and serving with their heart and really serving people will thrive through this. Mm-hmm. Will thrive through this because people remember in their time of need who was kind to them, who did yeah. for them, who helped them, who served them. So, and, and I don't think we do it to get something back at the end. Right. But if we are truly serving our tribes, serving our um, our our customers, serving just our communities, I believe that th- those businesses will be, you know, highlighted at when we get through this. Not highlighted, but people will really remember them. Oh yeah that's
0: for sure because I know I'm making a list of every grocery store that I see that are price gouging, that are raised the prices, significantly, doubled the prices. Um you know, significantly yeah. on Instacart and all of these different grocery delivery apps. Like, I'm paying attention to that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I see you. I need
1: your eggs now. But, I didn't think about that side. You're right. The, the people that serve are one thing, the people that do things like that, people yeah. will remember that too. Just like you Absolutely. said. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Wow. Let's- Let's dig in. I'm, I want to shift gears just a little bit um, because a lot of what we talk about here at Heart Talk is this intersection of art and story and how art actually can serve us and heals and heal us. And I know that you work a lot in wellness. I'm part of the, the BLT crew. <laughs> and, um, you know, like you do so much. Like the videos, I promise you, I, you know, sometimes I get in late, sometimes I watch later, but everything from showing how to make a smoothie to, you you know ways to de-stress mindfulness meditation all this stuff that you do and you've been doing for you know I've known you for about 20 no. years now <laughs> <laughs> you know and this is this is like the your passion work this is this is the work of your heart and so but I also know that you have a background as an artist as a graphic designer yes. right and so I'm curious about how your previous life intersects with your work with puka and your work around wellness and self-care like as you do you still bring your artist um mindset
1: mentality are there similarities are there differences um I do it in a different way I, I think I was always creative and it's so funny I always tell this story that um just growing up I'm a little older than you, Tracy. So, <laughs> just a little, just a little bit. Just a little bit, a little bit, Just growing up, like when I was ready to go to college, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to be a business major. Because that's just what you hear. Oh, I'm going to go do business or communications. Right. And I was, I was doing accounting. I don't like math. I don't like accounting. So I was just doing this stuff every day. Every semester, my parents was like, girl, we are going to pull you out of here if you don't get this together. <laughs> and my mother said to me, it was the, the simplest thing. We laugh about that now. She's like, "Don." you've always been creative. Why don't you do art? It was like, doing And from there, the next day, I changed my major to art. And I say, if she never said that, I would be an unhappy accountant somewhere. Wow. (laughs) But I also think the creative side of me found, okay, so what can I do in art? Oh, graphic design. So I was doing that. I don't know that graphic design is my love, but creativity is my love. That was the way that I was able to make money through my, you know, through my, passion, I guess. But now with puka, I'm able to because I'm doing something different that I love and I I segued over to puka. You know, I worked in corporate America for many years and then I got sick and just in the quest to feel better and, you know, healing and um, heal myself because the doctors kept saying there was nothing wrong. I really dove into aromatherapy and the healing arts and things like that. And I loved it. And I really loved it because I started feeling better. I don't know if it was so much like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But I was like, this is working. I'm getting some results here. Um, And then the business started from there because I was making so many products and I just had stuff in my house and, you know, and I just, my friends were like, let's take it to a festival and see if you could sell it. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I just, that's how Puka was born. So I did the graphic arts for my business. I was able to design my website, do all that stuff. But I think I burnt myself out. And the hmm. passion that I had for art, that I just, I almost like killed it in the business because okay. as a business owner, you need to sometimes hire some other people to do some stuff. Absolutely. So I was just doing, doing, doing. So now when people ask me to de- design something, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> but, you know, but I love to sketch and I love to paint and Puka allows me now the time to paint and you know, try different things. So like I'm exploring other aspects of, of my creativity. i pulled out my little high school flute again, started playing the flute. Yes. Yeah. So my creativity to me now, because Puka has settled me a little, has blossomed into other things. Whereas, you know, the graphic artist, that was my job. And I did enjoy it. It was artsy was a job, but I, now I feel like I'm doing art and creative things that I love to do. I'm painting a lot more
0: I love uh-huh. that, and I know you're a st- like you're an amazing. I remember like years ago, I think I'd come to your house or something, and just the the art that you had done on the wall, like just the design. I think you had done some something on the wall, and I was just like, "Oh
1: my goodness, don't let me come to your house and see a white wall." I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> like, like well, you won't in here, honey. <laughs> I, <laughs> um,
0: no, but what's interesting though is, you know, I I find myself struggling with my work as a writer because once it becomes a job Mm -hmm. and once it becomes a like a career path or something that you do um sometimes you can lose the that 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 passion or that thing that you that really drove you to do it in the first place Um, and i think i spent you know a few years in that space It's, it's kind of coming back now but um you know i also paint because mm-hmm. it's a way for me to be creative that's different from writing, right? Mm-hmm. And and it actually helps me with my writing because it, it just uses a different part of my brain and skill set. I think, right. and so I love that you're now exploring all of these other creative yeah. aspects because I feel like those will ultimately end up serving Puka, right? Yeah. The, that like yeah. that the the rest, the relief, the the yeah. creative outlet, all of that begins to serve you as a leader within your business right. um I want to go I want to jump back again because I know that you know you just briefly told the story of puka and how you know you'd gotten sick and you know you were looking for answers and you did all of this research um and you you know puka was kind of born out of that experience and I don't know if many people realize how um our con how our breakthrough our healing is often comes from our willingness to confront you know and to be you know be an advocate for ourselves right Right. and to be able to go out and do that and so i'd love for you to share like that pivotal moment when you said you know what these doctors um, are not getting it (laughs) you know and so i have to do something for me because You know, I can speak because I've known you for so long. You absolutely do not look like what you've been through. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are, like, talking about, (laughs) no, but I'm just saying, like, you're, like, you know, you're talking about, oh, you know, I'm older than you, Tracy. I promise y'all, if you're listening, she absolutely does not look it. (laughs) You'll be like, what? I'm going to put her picture up on the thing. No, no, no. (laughs) And you're going to be like, what? You know, so I'd love for you to talk about, like, that moment where you just had to confront and, like, participate in your own healing, like, that pivotal shift yeah
1: um as i said i was working in the city um, for a music company and just enjoying my life i was doing design working on cd covers but i just started getting more and more run down and i was like all right maybe it's a cold maybe it's the flu maybe something's going on now this was in the 90s you know late 90s but um the more and more i started going to the it, it's getting harder to get up in the morning harder to go to the city and i was like all right something's not right and right there that was pretty much started like a seven-year health journey I thought I was going to go to the doctor and they were going to say, okay, you know, you got a cold, you got this, you got bronchitis, you got, you know, something. And give me some, you know, pills and send me home. And every doctor I went to was like, hey, you are 100% fine. Go on home. And you would think that's what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. But when you have symptoms and you don't feel good and they're saying, there's nothing else we're going to do. We've tested you for everything. Nothing's wrong. Go home. That almost is, and people are like, well, that's good. That means you're healthy. no. I don't feel good, so now nobody's gonna help me. They, you know, what I mean, they're not. Te- they're telling me they're not gonna test me anymore. They've given me every, t- and I had test upon test, nerve test, this test, that. They said it was fibromyalgia. They said it was chronic fatigue. They said it was Epstein Barr. They just, and then after I would come back, you know, it was hypoglycemia. They're like, ah, it's not that. You know, because they just wanted me out of the office at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had gotten just so tired of just no, no, no. You, you would think you, you know, you don't want to. He's not here that you're healthy, but I was just like, I don't feel that I need to make some changes. So I just, you know, went online and just started Googling symptoms. And and I mean, diet is key in every disease, you know, no matter what you believe, whether it's going to totally heal you or not, your a diet is pivotal. You know, if you eat better, something's going to be better. You right. know, I think people need, I hope people think that. I don't want to say they need to think that, but um, so I said, that's what I read the most. Okay, change your diet. Take out things. Take out the toxicity. Take out white flour, white sugar. Um, I always say, like they said, you know, no pork. My father's like, it's not the pork. Ain't nothing wrong with pork. I'm like, oh, I'm <laughs> I don't do mess with that. a man's pork, okay, now. <laughs> pork. pork ain't had nothing to do with this. So, from, and, and the, what happens with the aromatherapy is I started to feel some relief, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm starting to feel better. So the power in that. When they're telling you you're fine, you're fine, go home. There's nothing wrong, and you make some shifts that you know you've discovered. Changing your diet, changing you know the the products I was using. When I turned over the back, I was like, all right, what is all this stuff? So I started Googling about avocado oil and things like that, and started making the products, adding some of the the essential oils. And when you start to see results, you are amazed. Like I did that, or you know, really God did that. You know, right. so it's 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 something. It, it makes you it's, it empowers you. So I felt empowered. Um, and then I just started creating. Because I was like, oh, then I became the annoying friend. Girl, I'll make you something. What you, what you, I got that. Okay. Oh, you got a scam. Okay, let me put some lamp. They were like, all right, Dawn, we get it. But I was so excited to see that this was working. The mm-hmm. things that God just put here were working. Mm-hmm. So I made, and I always say, I don't cook. You know that, Tracy. You come <laughs> to my house. you're never gonna have a meal, but you'll be moisturized. gonna <laughs> <laughs> had no food, but you're not gonna be ashy either. So stuff in my house and they were like well why don't you take it to there's a festival in jersey see if you could sell some stuff i really still didn't even really want to do that but i was like eh, all right i will and we went there set up the table and we wow. sold out and i was just like people are buying stuff i made in my kitchen on my stove mm. so it just really blew me away and that's really sort of how the business started and then i really had a pivot because then it was for i think it was four years of just working the business and we got into Whole Foods. It was just a, a, a blessing and it was just a wonderful journey. And then I started feeling sick again. Mm. and I was like, what? I'm right. doing all my aromatherapy. I'm doing all my stuff, you know? Right. So I was like, well, maybe I'm, you know. So that was where I was like, all right, now, what, what, what's going on here? So then I started doing more research and, and I woke up one morning and my feet were totally numb. My father was like, you got to go to the emergency room. He's like, this is not right. So I went to the emergency room, and I tell you, I met one doctor, and he, this doctor, asked me the simplest question that no one else ever asked me. He's like, "What do you think is wrong with you?" And I was like, "Nobody ever asked me that." And I had done some recent research about the tingling, and I said either diabetes, and I knew they had tested me for that. I said, "Or oh, multiple sclerosis," and he said, "Well, let's let's test you for that." And he gave me an MRI and a spinal tap, and he's like, "You have multiple sclerosis." And I tell you, as much as people are like, "Oh my gosh, I that was." I'm not gonna say it was the happiest moment, but I felt so elated because you can't fight what you don't know. And now Mm. I had a name for it. I had a name for it. Now I can do my research. I knew I could go back now and, okay, so what food do I need to eat for multiple sclerosis? What do I need, you know, now I had a diagnosis and I knew it was right. So um, that was, that was 2007. Mm. Um, So I think right there was my pivotal moment when I actually had that diagnosis and then deciding like, all right, what, how are you gonna fight this? And I had already been doing so much of the holistic that I was like, this is where I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay in this holistic arena and I got a great holistic doctor. But then I started to hit some, because my feet were numb because I was having, I was in the middle of an exacerbation. So mm-hmm. I was having some bad times was, was right down the corner. Right. Um, I had a lot of paralysis, you know, from the waist down, I would just go numb 20 times a day. It just, it got really, really, and I, when I went to the holistic doctor, you know, the the regular neurologist was like, all right, we'll put you on steroids. They had, we got all this stuff. Holistic doctor was like, no, you're not taking any of that. I was like, do you see my legs?" (laughs) Right. (laughs) Some steroids. Right. My aromatherapy went out the window, but I stuck with it. And I was like, okay, all right. So it it was a tough time. We had a lot, of, um, a lot of supplements. I had a knapsack I used to uh, carry around that was just filled with supplements. I had like 30 or 40 supplements I was taking. I was meditating. I was journaling. I was doing so much to keep my mind right because it's definitely mind, body, spirit um, and follow his, um, you know, what he made for me to do. And it was, it was hard, but I could see the benefits again. And what they wanted to do was put me on injections. And I was like, I don't want to take injections. I said, all right, how long do I have to take it? And they like, for the rest of your life. I'm not, at this age, I cannot inject myself with something for the rest of my life that I don't even know, you know, I said, well, it stopped stop these things. And they said, it'll give you a better chance. Mm. Yeah,
0: not good enough.
1: Yeah, Yeah, not enough. So um, that's pretty much, that's pretty much how the story went. It was ups and downs. You know, I did have some rough years, um, but I always came back and I would always go to my neurologist and they would be so surprised because they would see the MRIs and they're like, wow, you've had some healing. Normally people don't have healing. Mm. And that's so why I was like, wow, okay, so mm-hmm. I'm doing the right thing, and that's where I've been staying. Ups and downs, but I'm still here. I can still see and walk and do what I got to do, and God is good. You know, you are,
0: um, I'm trying not to cry. a second, Tracy. No, because you are actually um, speaking my life. July 5th, 2019, I had an Mm -hmm. episode that like shifted everything and I Mm -hmm. spent the last seven or eight months um, exactly what exactly what you described, um, like seriously, test after test, EMGs, EKGs, yeah. cardiac. I went to the cardiologist, the neurologist, the yeah. uh, pulmonologist, trying to figure out every what gist, was, yeah. every gistologist yeah. yeah. that existed, yeah. um, trying to figure out what was wrong. Still, really don't have any answers, but um, decided to really um, take things you know change the way that I was at least control what I can control it's like my circle of control what can I do I control my diet I can control the way I think I can control you know the types of things that I put into my body in terms of like medicine or whatever and so I would say after months of tests um going completely you know vegan practically plus eggs (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, and then finally getting a functional health doctor who really understood the holistic piece of it. Um, Mm. I am I am not completely well, but I am on the mend, even though I have I have no diagnosis. I do not know. Um, It's well beyond fibromyalgia, which is what what my original um, doctor had given me. But, you know, it's interesting. My neurologist um, tried to put me on some type of infusion that would have to take for the rest of my life for Mm an illness that he thinks that I might have, right? I'm like, (laughs) and the thing is, is that I'm so grateful because sometimes you really have to, and this is what I mean by pivoting and being willing to listen to your own um, discernment, you know, listen to your own mind because had I had begun that infusion that they wanted to give me, the, the infusion was designed to wipe my immune system completely out so it what? can reboot. Now what would have happened? Cause I was supposed to start that in December. What oh. would have happened in January mm. when COVID nineteen hit? Oh my gosh. You know what oh. I mean? And I made the decision. I said, you know what? I'm gonna put this thing on hold and I'm gonna go see this last functional health doctor. I'm gonna see if they're gonna be able to help me. And I literally walked in there and I just felt an entirely different spirit and they have been guiding me i mean i'm like you i have a shoebox full of supplements and yes. <laughs> all yes. kinds of everything from glutathione to vitamin d to yeah. you know, all of these different supplements that i take um, um and it is it has been um, a challenge because i've been and it actually comes to my next question you know because i've been forced to rest i've been right. forced to be still yeah. Um, And I, you know, I've been grinding for a long time. You know this. I tell this story every single time. But back in the day, y'all, my girl Dawn, she, 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 I will love her forever. Because I remember when I was first starting out as a writer, me, her and somebody else was in a park. Um, and we were sitting there and I was reading my little poetry and we were <laughs> dreaming about what our lives would be like what we wanted wow. she was just getting puka started yes. um, and then I was trying to go to a book conference in LA and you know she she's was giving me a ride and she's like you know um she's I somehow it came up that you know I, I had packed ramen noodles in my bag <laughs> It, because I only had enough money to get me to LA, get me to the yeah. hotel, get me to the event, and back. That's all I had. So I was just like, ramen <laughs> noodles. A dog was like, uh, I, "You're not going to LA all the way to Los Angeles <laughs> for some noodles." And she gave me her last little bit, and it was like, like wow, like somebody. And I, I think because, um, whew, I, Ooh. I, I think because I did. I've never at that point had many people do grand gestures for me like that was never part of my story so i was just so shocked like did she really just do that but from that point on which was like early 2000s i've been grinding
1: yeah. i've been grinding
0: and yeah. grinding grinding, grinding, grinding. I'm so, i am a victim of the grind or die culture yeah. and in the meantime i sacrificed my health and wellness in order for me to be seen and to continue yeah. to create um And what I learned in this process was that the best creativity came when I was able to rest and, 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 and to also get in control of my thoughts, um, So let's talk about mindfulness because I know you talk a lot about that um, in your, um, in your Facebook group. Um, How, tell us how mindfulness and prayer and meditation has been a way for you to really sustain your work and wellness. Like, so we've talked about the supplements and you know, the diet and all of that kind of piece, but like for those who are out there, especially my creators out there who are just going, 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 creating, 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 you know, they have to take a moment to get in, um, get a grasp on their thoughts, or give themselves time to be still. Um, what do you say to the person? Let's just say this: What do you say to the person who's sitting in quarantine right now, and their mind is all over the place? They're
1: anxious, yeah. and and you know, and I, I know it's hard because I still struggle with that as an entrepreneur. It's like ding 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 ding. Even not an entrepreneur, for just anyway, what are my kids doing? What's what what's next? But what but as part of the healing journey, your mind your mind is it your mind is is it if you do not give your mind a chance a, a, a break that you can't create more you can't heal there's so many things that break down when your mind is tired you know from from your body from your health to your creativity to just your your the w- the way you process things if you can't learn to and, and meditation is hard and some people can't stand that word ah, meditate They sit there, they got one eye open. (laughs) They look like looking at the clock, like, is it done? I think we have to sort of change the way we look at it because my my holistic doctor, he was like, don't worry about about meditation. Just be still. Mm. Just be still. He said, I don't care what your mind thinks. He said, you set that clock for 10 minutes. And he said, and just don't move. He said, so if you want to, if you're thinking whatever thoughts, that's fine. He said, that is the way you start meditation. By just, and just sitting down there and quieting your body and just not moving. And I was like, oh, that's easy. And I was like, oh my goodness, it is so hard to not move. But once I started doing that, that sort of ushered in the, okay, I'm sitting here, I'm still, I started to, to catch a little glimpse of peace here and there. Mm. Now, it took a minute. Yeah. I think the key is you can't give up. Right. You, you have to look at this as like taking a bath, like brushing your teeth. It is something that you have to do. And I think a lot of people allow themselves to, I'm not going to worry about it. You know, you take care of your body inside and out. You take care of, you know, you brush your hair, you put your makeup on, you do. but your mind, eh, you know, I don't have to rest. I don't have to sleep. So I think you have to, like, I have a, a part of a wellness routine. You have to put it in as part of your daily wellness. I, If you don't meditate, then fine, but you will sit still in that chair for at least 10 minutes. And if you do that, Every day, every day, things will start to change. You'll find brief moments where you're not thinking, where giving, your mind is giving your, it's just resting. And when I find more and more periods like that, it's so enjoyable. When you actually find that little bit of peace, it's like, ooh, what was mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm telling you, and the more you do it, it stretches out and then you start searching for that. So mm-hmm. then you want to sit in stillness and meditation just because you want to get a little bit more of that. You want a taste of it, you yes. You taste that again. Yeah. But I, I think people, we give up too soon because when we sit in stillness in our mind, like, oh my goodness, there's so many other things I could be doing. And we feel like we're almost wasting our time because we should be doing something else. But you will be far more creative, healthy, talented, everything if your mind is at peace. When your mind is quiet, I believe God can speak to you. Half right. the time He's speaking, we cannot hear Him. Half Absolutely. The- too <laughs> much noise. Too much noise all the time. So, I, I mean, for me, and, it's a pri- and I always like to tell people, I, I do have the Best Life Tribe. I am not a health guru. I started, I started that tribe because I was struggling like everybody else. So I, I always try to make sure that they're mindful of the fact that I'm not perfect. I'm trying just like you. So don't sit here and think like, oh, well, Dawn's, nope, Dawn is struggling. I had some jelly beans this morning. I, didn't <laughs> need I wasn't supposed to have them. But, <clears throat> But there's a lot in, 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 like I said, in mindfulness, like even that, like I forgave myself for having the jelly beans, you know? Because I could go down that rabbit hole like, oh, you know you don't feel good, you're already in quarantine, now you eat your, no, there's no more, especially at this age, there's no more, I'm very cautious about what I say to myself, my self talk, mm-hmm. you know, my mind talk. And I, I will stop myself and I use the word shift all the time. If I'm going down a rabbit hole, nope, don't shift. And I actually make the little motion of changing my head. And that's when I know I need to change my thoughts. And, you know, you know, you know
0: that's that that is so that you are hitting the nail on the head in terms of why I had to embrace um, mindfulness and meditation. Um, and what's interesting, I think, is that people don't like to fail. Right. I think I think I, when I think about all the reasons why people say, girl, I can't do that. I can't I can't meditate. I can't sit still. I'm ADHD or whatever, whatever, you know, and not really diagnose ADHD. They're just mm-hmm. saying that they can't, you know, they can't get their right. brain because I found when I first started meditating that, you know, my brain was like going firing left and right. And I'm thinking about this. And next thing I know, I'm thinking about that. And I had someone say to me one time. So. And it was like a breakthrough. I was like, yeah. wait, 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 what? They was like, why are you beating yourself up because of where you are today? Right? right? Like if your brain. And so what I learned from meditation and mindfulness is that, you know, when you do get past that just sit still point and you want to kind of get a taste of that silence or that mm-hmm. um, space and your brain is not cooperating with you in that moment, it's okay. I think just letting people know that that's part of the process. It is okay, so what? Just bring yourself back. Just every yep. single time you jump off, just bring yourself, back. yourself and, back. And eventually what will happen is you'll find yourself bringing yourself back less and less because nice. you're consistently sitting with yourself. I did a silent retreat right after I got sick last year. I said, you know what? I'm shutting everything down. I had a little card on my neck that says a person in silence. So people yeah, would wow. talk to me it was at a retreat center here and it was the best experience everything you talk about being able to hear the spirit of God being quiet enough just to be still Mm -hmm. and not have Mm -hmm. not having feeling obligated to talk to anybody nobody people would walk up to me see the sign and be like smile right and And, you know and I had the space I think what people are longing for especially in this quarantine so a lot of people are complaining and struggling about quarantine well people right like People yeah. who are not sick, they're complaining right. because they're being forced to have to sit with yeah. their own minds, and they somehow yeah. are viewing it as failure. They're viewing yeah. it like, like, oh, I can't even focus. I can't, you know, it's yeah. all right. It's okay. Yeah. Give give yourself a break. Extend yourself some grace, right? Um, and that's what I hear you saying now is like yeah. even with the jelly bean situation, you know, you had to extend yourself some grace. You know what? Yeah.
1: It's all good. yeah. yeah. <laughs> You get through it, you move through it, and you forgive yourself. I'm I'm definitely in the phase of forgiving myself, mm-hmm. and and even giving myself accolade. Like I will go, like you know what, Dawn, you do do, you know, you are doing some great things. Like it is, that's a hard thing for us to say, yeah. that, especially as women. Mm-hmm. So I would, I sometimes I do my morning affirmations, and I was beat myself down for something. I was like, shift, and I was like, you know what, Dawn, you are doing a great job. And even to hear myself say that, I was almost like, shut up. <laughs> but it felt really good to give myself like forgive, forgiveness and grace. Yeah, And, and I, it was a release in my body. I could, I could almost feel it. Like if you could give yourself, because we are the hardest on ourselves, not everybody yeah. else. So if you could give yourself that grace, that peace, that forgiveness, that alone, that part of mindfulness is just powerful. Forgiving yourself. And you can, just like you said, you feel it in your body. So there is a mind body connection. So
0: that tension and that tightness that your muscles feel or that I I really, I noticed that I would, you know, I had, I felt like I was holding my breath for a decade. Like, like I literally like would just be holding my breath all the time, very shallow breathing. Right. And I wasn't aware of it. It wasn't something I was conscious of until I had to be still for a period of time. Right. And so I think, What's interesting is that, you know, once we kind of get our minds together, like you said, the mind is everything, right? Then we start to see our body respond and and it's almost like our body, it is somatics, right? Like our body is saying, um, your, the, your mind is telling me to act this way. Your body, your, your mind is saying, telling me the muscles are supposed to be tight because you got fight or flight, or you have something going on in your brain right now. And once we kind of be still... Then our bodies respond accordingly, and a lot of the illness and disease and the things that yeah. we see is a, sometimes is just a result of that—the trauma and the tension that we carry. So, yeah. um, I know you do a lot of this in the tribe. I know you do a lot of this—you know, just kind of helping folks with just like the the beginning stages of things. Like, okay, just do a smoothie once a day. No big deal. So you see, Moss, honey, the whole that whole group—they see Moss crazy now, like. <laughs>
1: How are you? Oh my! You goodness. got to have a whole side hustle with the CMOS. <laughs> Let me look. Hustle on. I was like, oh, I'll just sell a little bit. I, have been sold out of CMOS twice. I was like, yo, like some CMOS. God but, is providing you another stream of revenue during the quarantine. i am going take, take it, but you know what? I think sometimes for people, the whole holistic, be green, all that stuff, it's so big. Yeah. It's so big it change your whole life. So if you could take a baby step, and people think baby steps don't count. If you could drink a smoothie with some sea moss in it and just some spinach for the day, that counts. It does. If you could have some lemon water in the morning, that counts. If you could do five minutes of still, and I said, if you start doing these baby steps and you string it together, you're doing a lot. You're doing yeah. a lot. I think people think, like we all want instant gratification and we think that those little steps, we want to take the big steps. We want to see some big results. If you take these little tiny steps and add them in, I mean, you, when you look when you turn and look back at the progress you'll have made, and it'll be easy because you bring it in a little bit at a time. And it should be enjoyable. You should enjoy your smoothie. Put, you like uh, pineapple? Put some pineapple in it. You know, we're right. talking about wellness routine. And people are like, ah, my wellness routine is amazing. I take an aroma shower. I do, but like, I yes. get up loving to do my routine. And you should love to do your wellness routine. Your self care. So I think a lot of us are just doing things to just let's just get it over with instead of really thinking about what would make me happy. Oh, I would love to, you know, take a really long bath or, you know, do some aromatherapy, some skin brushing or put a face mask on, you know, things like that. The things that
0: give you joy, like to just try to do the things that give you joy. And then I I would uh, offer to take it a step further, which is once you start doing the things that bring you joy, pay attention to what joy feels like in your body. and and then recreate that that was actually a technique that my therapist gave me um I found this is gonna sound really corny but I found that when I would watch this is us this is where we started okay this is us that I would be like smiling so hard and it wasn't it'd be something tragic happening right but I was smiling because I love storytelling like I love a good story it just makes me feel all crazy inside right and so my husband would walk in the room and then walk back out because he's like (laughs) I don't know what this weirdo is doing right like but I would be so like excited and so my therapist caught on to that and she's like okay pay attention when that happens again pay attention to what that feels like in your body and then find Mm -hmm. other ways throughout the day that you can recreate or bring that feeling back up again even if it means thinking about Randall and his little situation (laughs) or whatever she's like and what I began to do is like oh okay this is what it feels like to feel good at 44 years of life
1: I had no idea what it felt like to feel good and you can create some of those moments yourself you can have control of some of those moments absolutely and then it
0: begins to show up in the work for my creators out there Right. it shows up in the work. And for my entrepreneurs out there, it shows up in how in the ideas that you come up with for your business. Mm-hmm. Like I just mm-hmm. think that like all of this stuff is so connected which was the reason why I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> because I know you are one person if I know if I can say anything, you're one person who is living this out. And like you say you you're very self-deprecating. So you're always like, "No, you know, I'm working it out. I'm, you know, I'm you know, I'm figuring it out." But you have you have a track record of walking it out and living it, you know, so that people can say Dawn is doing
1: it, right? Yeah. And it's
0: working um for her. And maybe I can try just a little bit. Let me try a little bit of what she's doing. Yeah. And I appreciate that so much. Um all the time, like stop. But so okay, so tell folks we're gonna wrap this up. Tell folks, you know. I, I'm gonna ask you two questions, and okay. and and they, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw them out there, um, but I think I want to end with these questions because I think there's something that I want the audience to also think about for themselves. So, okay. question number one: Who are you,
1: Dawn? Ooh, I am. I think I'm a, motiva- a motivator, um, an educator, an entertainer. Um, hopefully I empower. Well, oh, that's a lot of stuff, huh? That's a no, lot that's, stuff. that's good. That's good. But though. Look, I'm mo- I-, I would hope to be a motivational, uplifting, educational, entertaining, empowering, person, <laughs> person. No, no, no that's good that's good i, I mean I, I, I feel like the i used to struggle with what's the point of this lord i'm making bath and body products like what you know you always want a, a big purpose I am i a doctor am i healing and and i think there's purpose in in inspiration and god gave me a story of which he inspired me that what the blessings that he's given me the way the silver lining to getting sick to starting a business i the things that have happened to me in that business, I got to meet Oprah. I got to yeah. be, I got to be in, in magazines and books. That would have never happened if I did not get sick. So the silver lining, God has given me such an inspirational story. And I used to struggle with it. Like, I don't want people to think I'm trying to show off or brag or something. But it's not my brag. It's God's brag.
0: Yeah. You Maybe know? yeah. so, that's a platinum lining. Stop it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
1: that's a yeah. platinum lining. Yeah. So I, I think I am okay now with being an inspirational person and and not in an egotistical way, but using my story to inspire others to do what it it is that they want to do. And it took me a long time to be able to say that, like, because I thought there was so much ego behind it. But you know, when you put God in front of you, like, it's not me, it's God. And he's given me a story. And if it can inspire you to do what he wants you to do, then I'm good with that. So hopefully I'm I love inspired. that. I love that so much because what it says to me is, who you are is enough. Yeah,
0: it, yeah, it's enough. It's it's purposeful. Yeah. It's, it's it's it has a a point. You, everyone has a purpose in being here. Okay, last question. <laughs> what do you wish you had more of
1: right now? Hmm. This is gonna be funny. Well, I would say sometimes confidence. I, I know, Tracy, really? sometimes, sometimes okay. a little a little bit like I'll I- feel it knocking on my shoulder, like, hey, wait a minute. Or I'll feel like I'm pushing through, but it's sometimes not always like natural and you know, but a little bit more confidence. Now, if you want to talk about physical, I would like a little bit more money, and a little uh, bit more, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's <laughs> but- right. And, you know, maybe not just confidence, but knowledge, knowledge and wisdom. Gotcha. Like I really, really want to, you know, come on, God, what, what you what, just give me more knowledge and wisdom, you know, yeah. and, and how, how I approach things and, and what I'm supposed to get from things and how I'm supposed to give to things and knowledge and wisdom. If I had a little bit more, or, and I know he's giving it to me, so I want to be able to discern and understand what he's giving me. So, I I'm, I'm going to drop confidence back down. I'm going to drop that back down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge back. and wisdom. Okay. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love Look, it. Well, I said confidence. You was like, really? No.
0: <laughs> no, actually it, it no. makes sense because, you know, um, it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, yeah. you're a humble person. So this idea that, you know, of that living alongside of, you know, just being more confident in, you know, who you are. I mean, I could definitely see that. But I, I love the idea of just more discernment, more knowledge, more wisdom. Yeah. I love that yeah. also. I think we yeah. all could use a little bit of that. And if God, while God's giving stuff out, he can also give us a little bit more outside Yes. <laughs> can we get some outside <laughs> all right girl thank you so much tell folks where they can reach out to you and uh, find you on the interwebs
1: yes please join if you want some more health and wellness um, just a community the best life tribe it's on Facebook so it's a Facebook group called the best life tribe with Dawn Fitch so you because there's a lot of best life tribes so make sure it's the one with Dawn Fitch um, Instagram at Pookalita Puka Pure at Puka Pure and Simple at Dawn Fitch Official. I got 8,000 Instagrams and our website is um, Puka Pure and Simple dot com. So that's the biggest place to reach us. Um, the Best Life Tribe and Puka Pure and Simple dot com.
0: Awesome. So you guys make sure you go out, you go to Puka Pure and Simple. Let me tell you, I, I, Puka is the products are, are amazing, right? So the, the hair butter. Are you still making the hair butter? Yes.
1: Okay. Food. Yeah. So we're so whole hair- foods with that.
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah, so the hair. Oh, uh, so definitely go to
1: Whole Foods or
0: go to the website and get your hair butter. Get your um. I um, You don't make my honey almond no more. Yes, I uh, do. We
1: don't make it in the elbow, but we make it in the body butter now, and that we okay. can keep that on the shelf. So I love saying, that. I'm gonna send you some of that. I love my honey good. almond. That was my. That's 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 for us old heads. The day yeah, yeah, yeah. was. The day was.
0: Right there. Right, right. Um, So thank you so much for coming to Heart Talk with Tracy Michelle. And um, I'm excited um, just to see all that God does with you because um, you've just been a blessing to my life. And I know that you'll continue to be a blessing to all the other folks out
1: there. You have blessed me up, down, left, and sideways as well. All the time. So thank you very much for having me on. Thanks. Heart Talk is written and produced by my mommy, Tracy Michelle Lewis Jiggins, for Heart Space and New Season Books and Media. Go to HeartTalkPodcast.com to learn more. See you next time!